Warning, darkness will be exposed. We will no longer stand for unrighteousness. Loose the bonds of wickedness. Break every chain. We will not bow down. The Pray Without Ceasing Podcast. Peeling the scales off eyes. Now is the time. Remnant of Jesus Christ. Rise. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Pray Without Ceasing podcast. My name is Matthew, and I'm here with my partner, my brother from another mother, Greg, and we have a a message for you, and Satan, we have a message for you. Right off the get-go, I need to declare, how dare you use anybody, especially number 46, to threaten Americans? We will not bow down. The Bible is very clear. Touch not my anointed. So I have a message for you. You better back off before the fire of God comes down. And that's all I'm going to say about that. We are not forced to get a vaccine. We are not bowing down. We are standing for the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And that's why we are here, folks. We are absolutely 100% enemies of Satan and the kingdom of darkness. And we serve the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Most High the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Just in case there was any confusion, I want the enemy to know exactly where we stand. And I want it to be abundantly clear that we stand for Israel. We stand for Canada and every other nation and Christian, true Bible-believing Christian that is spirit-taught, blood-bought. We stand with you guys. And so tonight, my friends, we have a wonderful, wonderful message for you. And Greg is going to tell us all about this here in just a moment. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him get into this. But we're we're taking a pause on our uh, on our on our praying with bolded praying with boldness series to, to actually explain to you and discuss Greg's breakthrough, his supernatural breakthrough, uh, which I think is is really going to bless bless you guys, and it's also going to tear down some some lies off your life that the enemy's put on, and it's going to set people free. So, uh, so praise God for that. Greg, how are you doing tonight, my friend? Oh man, my brother, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, man. I, I love your, uh, I love your fierceness, man. That gets me, <laughs> me riled up, man. I can't help it, man. When I see those, I see those sil- silly statements against God's people. I have to take a stand. How dare him? How uh, dare him say those kind of things? Yeah, <laughs> that, that's wonderful. I mean, yeah, guys, anybody that's being forced to do anything against your own will, I mean, that's outrageous. That's, that should be alarming in, in its own self. I don't care what your belief is. That's what your religious spiritual belief is. That is a clear violation of your independent rights. So yes, thank you for being faithful and um, being the microphone for the Holy Spirit, Matthew. Amen. Well, I'm very, you know, as I read through your testimony, and that's what we're going to talk about, uh, 
And, you know, really, look, guys, it's not about us. It's not about it's not about Matthew. It's not about Greg. It's not about where we worship here in, in Holiday, Florida. It's not a, it's not a, you know, it's it's about Jesus. And that's what this is about. This this whole podcast is about Christ crucified. It's about the word of God, the true word of God, the undefiled, uncompromised word of God. And that's what we're going to bring to you uh, each and every single week. Uh, because we won't bow down. We're one of the few that refuse to, to, to take any agendas. Uh, the only agenda that we have is ushering in the kingdom of heaven and letting heaven flow through us uh, as the Bible has commanded us. And so you might be asking, well, who gave you the authority? Jesus did. He gave us the mission. So that's what we're here to do. And with this testimony, I really, truly believe that there's somebody out here that's going to that needs to hear this and and, and and bro, I mean, I'm 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 looking at this, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. This was like recent, right? This kind of this really this breakthrough that you got. I mean, let's just go right into it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. This is man. I I uh, was, gosh, I I wanted to hit the record. I want to start recording with you at like six thirty in the morning when I got. This I know, man. We could talk about this all day long. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to break this up into two or two to three parts i mean who I, knows? I, these series are so great you know yeah it, it's oh, gosh th- this is in- incredible um so i'm just gonna dive right into it um and i know that we I, a, a big reason why i'm super eager to share this is not only for the amazing impact that it's going to have on um, somebody who's specifically called here to to be listening to this episode that that there's no accident that god put your ears to this podcast episode but another reason why i'm extremely eager to share this is because um i okay there's about like 90 percent of people that i know that i have not told them that i that me and matthew have a podcast Okay, I, I purposely don't tell people that because I want to see the Holy Spirit organically grow this show. All right. Which he has, by the way. New new listeners out of Utah. So thank you in Utah for listening. And everyone else, if we ever forget, we just want you to know we love you and we thank you for listening. I'm sorry, I just had to Utah was new. Awesome. Welcome, Utah. Yes. And um so I know that I'm going to share this episode link with just everybody that's important to me, and this will get them caught up in my life. So I know a lot of um, unbelievers of my friends, which is awesome that they are here and that they can hear this fantastic testimony of the last three months that I've a spiritual breakthrough that I've been uh, experiencing or yearning for, I should say. And that I just want to tell them and they'll learn, I mean, by evidence right now through the words that I'm about to say that God, our creator is alive. He loves you very, very much. He wants to personally get to know you. um, And that this will prove that miracles are taking place every day, multiple times a day. We are walking in miracles. I'm experiencing miracles. And it is just absolutely incredible. Um, so here's the backstory. All right. In mid-March about, I... Now, just for the people, yes. to clarify for the people, this is not your 
uh, and yes. correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to make sure so that so that people understanding that that don't know us, right? You're not describing your your original encounter with the Lord, your original testimony. What you're talking about is a breakthrough that you recently received. Is that in, a, in that in that testimony? Right. I just want to make sure. Thanks for that clarity. One hundred percent. Yes. This is not my salvation. Okay. This is not my how I came to know the Lord. This is not how I. Uh, how and when I adopted Jesus as the savior of my life. No, but I am eager to share that story too, but I am just, this is, uh, this is uh, fantastic. Um, So thanks for that clarity, brother. Um, All right. So yeah, um, mid-March in my quiet time, I, uh, which I spend a a morning, uh, an hour a morning, on a really good morning, two hours. Uh, I know that's a huge luxury, wow. but that's again, impressive though. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's the best time ever, man. Um, but just, I wow. wake up super early, like four or 5 AM and, um, just to get the ship right in my house. Um, I just got to get right with the Lord in order for me to, you know, be right for everybody else to cultivate an environment, an environment of success for my family. So, uh, if I'm not right, then I can't be helping out my family. You know what I mean? Mm, so, amen. And you know, that's important because you are called your first ministry is your family. So, so yes, husbands, priests, priests of our household as husbands. Yes. Amen. Um, so I had this desire to learn about the different names of God. Okay. That are used in the Bible. Um, so Jehovah Jireh um elohim um i mean i mean many of them um el elion yahweh yahweh yes right okay and so there's a ton of names but anyway not to dive into that too much but as i am learning i want to personally get to know my personal savior more okay i just like in our life, we have our own friends, our own sphere of friends have a certain right that we allow them due to their proximity of closeness in their relationship with us. We allow them to call us certain names because mm. they have an in with us. All right. That's how deep our relationship goes. They have permission to call me whatever, you know, nickname or whatever. And so I want to do that. It's just something, uh, just, just something, this is how, when when you get deep with the Lord, this is just thoughts that come in your mind. The Holy Spirit just plants these thoughts. And um, so I want to get to know him deeper. And as I'm studying these names, um, well, first, I just want to stop right there and, and just say that part of like a bigger mission all right i know i'm trying to stay within this three month time frame but for the last like few years now i've been trying to get to know the holy spirit specifically the holy spirit as deeply as i know jesus all right um that that's just a personal mission for me all right uh i feel like the holy spirit is often the redheaded stepchild of the Holy Trinity in the Western church. Uh, and it's heartbreaking. And if you are a stepchild with red hair, I love you. I want to get <laughs> you too. 
all right? <laughs> so I wholeheartedly, and I know Matthew does too, all right? I wholeheartedly believe that all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit are ac- applicable today as they were in the book of Acts because God is the same as he was and as he always been. Oh, absolutely. He does not change for nobody. No. All right. He's the Alpha and the Omega. has never, ever changed. And I used to think differently on this subject, and I don't want to dive deeply into this, but the scriptures encourage us to test the spirits. And I will not be convinced. I will not be persuaded that the Holy Spirit is declawed. I will not be persuaded that the Holy Spirit is barren today versus centuries ago. Uh, that's just an absolutely asinine concept to me. If you think that the God from the book of Acts is a different God today, then you are foolishly believing in a neutered God. And I know that's intense. And I almost, and I'm not going to say it, I will say it. No, say what's on your heart. I I, I almost want to say, but I almost want to say that you're worshiping a lowercase g God. And yeah, under false Jesus, but but it's not because because the reason why I didn't start I didn't come out swinging that way is because if you're worshiping a false god that's an undercase G O D then this is not a salvation issue all right because because <laughs> if you are worshiping another god that's not Jesus Christ that is a salvation issue that will determine your um your destiny where you're your, your, uh where you're gonna dwell for eternity okay so that's why i didn't come and swing that heavy but if you want to believe in a neutered god if you want to have a handicapped god and not live the life that he has destined for you if you want to just casually get by in life then sure you're allowed to believe that the holy spirit is uh, a weaker version in 2000, you know, 20, whatever, than he was back in the book of Acts, all right? You're, you're just not going to have a very enriched life. It doesn't mean you're going to hell, all right? But if you have that belief, sure, you can live your Christian life days in black and white. I choose to live mine in color with the Holy Spirit that is the same as he was from the Bible, from the book of Acts, from the New Testament, that same Holy Spirit dwells today. That's the Holy Spirit that I want to get to know as deeply as I know Jesus. Mm, and it's amazing. It's a shame that the Western church doesn't teach on that, as, uh, doesn't cultivate that relationship as well. Not blasting all of them, but just look around you. There's chaos in this world, clearly <laughs> mass chaos. If the church really wasn't in charge or it was as bold in their faith in the holy spirit this world would look totally totally different it would I, it would and i'll tell you this too just in case anyone because i could feel like a, a wall that just came up all of a sudden when we said that but here's yeah. some scripture for you yes. right hebrews chapter 13 says i am the same yesterday today and forever got it so god doesn't change jesus said i've come to do the on the invisible image of the of the visible image of the invisible god so jesus only came to do the will of the father and the bible also says that as of in the days of noah so it shall be at the that the why would god not pour out his spirit if we look at all the wickedness that are around us why would god absolutely not pour, he would pour he's going to pour out his spirit he's already started to pour out his spirit he would why would he not why would he not want people free that doesn't even that's not even his character 
But on top of that, if you really want to get down to nuts and bolts, um, and, and by the way, you know, just this, this walk that he's on guys, uh, and that I'm on about really pursuing the heart of God. First John, John chapter four, verse 24 says, God is a spirit and we must worship him in spirit and in truth. So we have to understand that there's a spiritual world, spiritual aspects. Uh, we have to understand that God is a tri triune God, you know, the father, son, the Holy spirit. And so, you know, we should be doing what Greg's doing by pursuing in, in getting to know the spiritual side. Right. But, 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 but going back to what we're talking about, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, I can tell you for a fact, guys, that Greg and I flow in that. We, we, we operate in that all the time. Greg and I both have the gift of tongues. Um, and, 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 and God has used us both to prophesy. He's used us to, to deliver people. He's used us to, I, I mean, I remember one time with, with my good buddy, Chris Marinek, who I love so much. He was with me. Uh, Greg and I think I've told you this story where it was it was it was Chris and an, another friend of mine that I love dearly is Nick Snap, very good brother in the Lord, both of them, and we we were at Walmart and 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 Jesus told us to lay hands on this lady, and we did and we commanded that healing and she was deaf she was deaf for thirty years and her ears popped open like rice krispies I mean that's exactly what it sounded like you pour pour a thing of milk and pour it in a bowl of cereal and that's and she could hear for the first time in 30 years. So you can't tell me that God's spirit's not working when we're seeing signs, wonders, and miracles follow us every day. Why? Because the Bible's very clear. These signs will follow those that believe, period. End of story. It did not say that it stopped. And it did not say that it will only follow those of the 77 or that it will only follow those for 2,000 years, but then in 2021 it stopped. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Oh. Amen. And, and if you're not, if, if you're not a believer and you're listening to this, you're like, what in the world am I listening to? All right. You're just like walked into like some like <laughs> collegiate level like class. So like, just, just chill out. Like it will, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back to, uh, we'll make the, I'll make this relatable. I'll prove to you in just a moment that, um, miracles are happening today and we're walking in miracles. Uh, but if, if, so yes, we, that wall, should be broken down guys the whole the, test the spirits it, it, again look not to not to dive deeper into this issue if you are adamant that the holy spirit doesn't it, you know is limited today that's on you go ahead and live a black and white christian walk i'm not beating you up for that but that okay. is no life for me i want color i want to heal my friends. I want to heal strangers. I want to, I want heaven on earth. And this, and this is by having this mindset, by having this belief, by uh, testing the Lord in it, that you receive that. So, Amen. uh, so back to the, the journey. Um, okay. So, about so mid-March. Yes, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm learning God's different names. The Holy Spirit challenged me to study the meaning of my name specifically. All right. And I always knew that Greg meant a watchman, but I never knew where that was supported biblically. All right. Um, and so I just did a quick Google search. And in 1 Peter 5.8 says... 
and I quote, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. All right. And this revelation really hit me hard because of, for a long time, I was disobedient to the Holy Spirit. Um, I understood this meaning perfectly with my name. I mean, it, it made sense biblically to me. I've come across that passage so many times before, but I never even thought to correlate it to my name. And, and that's how amazing God is. You can, the Bible is alive. It has a heartbeat. You can read the same verse 15 times in a row. And then when you read it the 16th or 17th, it will have a new meaning, a new revelation to your life because you are in a proper stage in your life where you have created an environment, an obedient environment to desiring the Lord. You have matured in your walk. So therefore he will reveal a heavier revelation to you. All right. And so um, the reason why this was so important to me and why it hit home with me is because I'm going to be real with you guys. I absolutely love craft beer. All right. It is delicious to me. Okay. And I'm not getting into like alcohol All right, anything is, you know, you, you just don't abuse anything. All right. That's my, you know, everything in, in limit, right. You know, responsibility in life, whatever you choose to do. Okay. That's my take. That's, that's what I'll say about that. But for craft beer specifically, it's very delicious to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about uh, like getting, well, let me just keep on reading. I'm like diverting from my notes and, and I want to keep this really straightforward because I got a lot to pour in. So let me just stick to my notes. I don't want to divert too much away from it. Um, but clearly, Matthew, if you want to, you know, chime in or ask a question about anything, absolutely do so. If the Holy Spirit's pressing something on you to chime in, definitely, definitely come on in the conversation. Well, um, I think this is yeah. just to, just to say, you know, like, like guys, this is like some real stuff, like, you know, that, uh, that, that we as this, as believers are going through and, and, and what we have went through. And so, you know, I don't want no one to think that we just, we have it all figured out. <laughs> like the Lord has taught us so taught us both so much in a very short period of time. Um, but, but also know that, you know, we, we have been hurt. We have been neglected. We've been lied to. We've been, we've been all kinds of things, just like all of you have. So, yeah. So we, you know, we, every week, week after week, we, we we're, we're not talking about things that we've sat around and had a meeting about just to have another meeting about to figure out if we know what we're talking about. What we're talking about is real stuff. And that's why there's conviction in our heart because it's real. And we can explain something to you and we can say, look, this is where God delivered us from. And this is, and, and this is what he's done. So, so this is, this is good that we, you know, we, we, we want to, to share, we want to share with you how personal these things are to us yes. and how real these challenges are. That, yeah, that, yeah. Thanks for telling that, man. It's, it's, gosh, if I talked about like, could you imagine going to like church and saying like, oh, have you tried this like craft beer? It's really tasty. Like you, you'd look, be stared at like you're a urine sample. All right. <laughs> like, like 
everyone's so prim and proper and holier than thou like get over yourself like not, and, and, and there is a time and place to have that conversation clearly i wouldn't have that conversation in church either all right but you'd be looked at so disgusted like and guys i'm being very real and open here like i don't think there's anything wrong with having a couple craft beers first like just if again but but I, so let me just continue on like this is me just being honest. I, here I am. Um, my, my friends know my faith. Um, some of them do at least, but they don't know the very level. And here I am having a Christian podcast and those viewers, I hope I didn't lose you. I hope you will appreciate and respect this openness. All right. Yeah. And, um, and I'm not talking about like having a craft beer every day. All right. I, I would, my routine would be it's the weekend. Let me go get a mix and go to the, my beer store, go get my mix and match of my favorite six pack. And literally only six beers would get me through the weekend. Like that's it. I, I like, I'm not even talking like a bender. I'm not talking about alcoholism here. I'm, I'm, there's nothing like to the normal person. This would not be a red button or like a red flag, like an alarm. Okay. But our walk with the Lord is so individual. All right. So, um, this is just the way that the Lord worked through me. So continuing on, um, uh, for maybe like two years now, I've been, I know I've been ignoring the Holy Spirit's challenge to me to remove alcohol from my life. I should say craft beer in my life. All right. Yeah. Um, and, it, and one of the things, yeah. just, just so the listeners know, just so we're clear, we are not saying we're not providing a license to 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 uh, um, you, 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 like a license to 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 sin and get away with it. Yes, we're, that's not what we're trying to say. But what we are trying to say is, look, we are real people that have dealt and do deal with some real stuff that sometimes has come up, and 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 we're going to explain to you how the Lord's. Is, is setting us free and has set us free and is continuing to minister and pour into us because that's how much he loves us. So uh, I just want to make that distinction that we Thank don't you. give away license to sins. We don't, we don't compromise. God's word is, is God's word. What God feels about a subject is what exactly how God feels about it. If you want to know what God feels about it. He's going to tell you what he feels about it. You know, with that being said though, there's an ability to like, I'll say this one thing. Jesus can look at a room full of all the Pharisees and all the Sadducees and, and look and look at them with their, with their unpure motives and every, he, he could just see it all. He could see all their stuff right there when he looked at them. And you know what? The only thing that moved him was, it was love. It was loving that person because if he loved them enough and it just might be the one particular instance that and, and, and if he could look at that person or that group of people and say i could see right through this and i know who you've created to be i know who i created you to be and i need you to be there i want you to be where i created you to be it might just be the one time that that person will realize that jesus took a nail for them to set mm. them free oh I love so, it. yeah so i just wanted to clarify on on that because that you know i don't want people thinking I just want people to know your struggle is it was it's it was real. Yeah, yeah, and 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 for two years, I I intention I chose to ignore the Holy Spirit. Is that wrong? Absolutely, that is so wrong. All right, and um, 
and, and that's the whole thing with living in a f- world of free will. We, I chose to negotiate uh, with God. I, I told God that I would be obedient everywhere in my life, everywhere else. But the deliciousness of craft beer is off limits. Do not take it away. And how mm-hmm. foolish is that? And we do that in life all the time. We try to haggle with God. Delayed obedience is disobedience, guys. And what's, Matthew, what's the thing that you, you always say, like, uh, it's better to, uh, you, 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 you want to repent instead of being disobedient. What, what, what is it that you say? You have like a phrase that you quickly say often to me. I love that. Um, well, do you know it, what I mean? It, yeah, no, I do. It's, it's, uh, I think one of the, well, I, t- I know you and I talk about a lot of things, so amen for that. But I, I think what I, one of the things that, that I, that I say to you that you're thinking about is, yes. uh, is obedience is better than sacrifice. Thank you. Yes. And that's from guys, first Samuel chapter 15. Cause we're always, when we tell you something like Greg said, don't just take what we say for face value. Okay. Because we're going we're gonna to give you what the Lord has put in our heart, and I'm going to show you where to find it in Scripture. And then I challenge you, take what we said, and you go deal with God about it, and you see what he says about it. And he'll confirm it. He'll confirm it. But, but anyway, the Scripture is 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 22, and it talks about how obedience is always better than sacrifice. Amen. Um, all right. So we do this nonsense with, we play this game all the time in our life. All right. God, don't not this, but that not this, that, that. okay. All that's wrong. All right. The Holy spirit. know God knows he's the, he's literally the inventor of your life. So he created your instruction manual. So I would follow the instructions of what you were designed to be. Don't go being a toy robot when you're like a, I don't know, a, a toy ducky, right? Like that's, you're never going to oper- operate, all right? So, but what's so beautiful about God is the Holy Spirit is a gentleman, all right? He respected my choice to reject his instruction. It's, it's as simple as that. So, but wow, on- that is really profound, by the way, what you just said. He respected the choice of my reject say that he respected your rejection yeah he he respects he respected my choice for me to reject his instruction which was not good by the way no no horrible yeah and and we do that every day guys and so let this testimony let what unfolds here be an example of how rich you are how rich not finances i'm talking about like how blessed you will be when you finally come into obedience about the one thing. And I'm going to talk about that. Uh, I'm going to hit home on that a little deeper, but in just a moment. Uh, so yeah, he respected. So the Holy spirit respected my choice to reject his instruction. Another way you could say this in our conversation earlier is the Holy spirit respects your choice to reject his biblical powers as applicable of today. Same exact mm. thing. Okay. Yeah. And so, so, um, I know why. And, yeah. and, and, and the thing is, is, is why, why is this such a big deal? It's, it's because about, about, you know, operating and everything that God's called you to operate in or, 
or have live your life the way that, that Jesus has called you to live your life is, is, is number one, Jesus said, if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. But, 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 but secondly, is, is Christ paid for, for you to walk in the fullness of, of him? And, and so when he, when, when he went on that cross, you know, he put, he took the keys of hell, death, everything right, right, right from him. And, and, and he, he put to death cancer. He put to death um, poverty. He put to death an immoral lifestyle that goes against creation. He, he put to death all of those things uh, because he wanted See, the thing is, is a lot of times the church will say, oh, my God, especially nowadays, I can't wait till the rapture happens. Or I, I can't wait to get called up. But but, you know, Jesus paid for a full like fully for you to let not just say um, to hell with the world and let's just go to heaven. No, he wants heaven to get into you, because once heaven gets into you, then there is an expression of love for me to flow out and let Jesus be come out of me because he's inside of me and, and minister to somebody. And that way, when I see someone walking, who's got a hurt leg, I lay hands on them and they will re recover. Or when I see someone who's been tormented by demons, we will lay hands on them and cast them out with the authority that God's given us. Amen. And that's what, why we got to walk in the fullness of we're selling out too cheap guys. That's what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a poverty mindset. It's ridiculous. Amen. Um, so I, so I've always read that biblical passage and it never resonated, the, the sobriety part never resonated with me, but it did back in March when I was challenged to learn about my name. Um, at that time, my mom had recently-ish passed away and um, I now have two deceased parents, which, which is fine. Um, and I think about how both of them at some point in their life battled alcoholism. And, and that's not just like a coincidence. Somebody who is not of belief would say, oh, well, that's just a coincidence, okay? I, I wanna tap into that right now. Um, there, I disagree with that line of thinking. There mm. is an evil spirit of drunkenness and alcoholism that stalks my family tree, okay? Mm, it's called familiar spirits. Familiar spirits. Guys, read that again. In that spirit, it says in the first Peter 5, 8, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. All right. Um, the. OK. How does that work? There are three heavens. All right. And we have a ton of, I, I don't know if you want to quote some off the top of your head, but let me just quickly explain this concept of the three heavens in case this is, ever since I try to get to know the Holy Spirit as deeply as I know Jesus, I started understanding or it's been revealed to me about like the three heavens and this is mind blowing. Yeah. So, so if you don't know any of this, here's the deal. The third heaven is where how a non-believer just your stereotypical thinking of what is heaven oh it's it's paradise it's god sitting on his throne okay boom that's like throne that's, room of god throne room of god that is the ultimate okay so that stereotype is correct okay um then there's the second heaven which is where angels and demons and um and i should say more specifically i should say principalities spirits it's the spirit world. All right. That's where spiritual activity is occurring. Do you, do you have, do you want to add anything on that? 
Yeah, no, and um, no, I agree. And that, you know, the other thing is too, uh, in terms of like a tangible place, right? Oh yes, we, yes. We could think when you think of the that with the third layer of heaven being God's throne, where where heaven is, right? Where 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 Jesus is in, in heavenly places. That's the third layer, and then the the second is uh, it is where a lot of warfare is happening. Absolutely, but in terms of a tangible place where someone can put, okay, well, what what where where is that second heaven would be considered sun, moon, stars, planets, the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the first heaven is is earth and the atmosphere, right? Where, where you and I are, the clouds and, and things like that. So now I think you, you got it. Um, and I mean, there is like several scriptures to back all of these. There, I, I don't know that ton. I can read all of these. But. There's a ton. Yeah, we can, yeah. we can email it to you guys. It's a lot. Um, or if you're interested, just yeah, email, email the show. Um, yeah, absolutely. I pray without ceasing podcast.com. I can tell you that you'll find, I'll tell you this, you'll find verses in Deuteronomy chapter 11, 28, about the first heaven. Uh, that's just two spots right there. And then specifically Deuteronomy chapter 17, Psalms 19, Jeremiah 8 for the second heaven. And then for the third heaven, uh, Psalms 2, Matthew 5, 1 Kings 8. Um, and so again, if you email the show, we'll actually, I, I've, I've, the Lord has put on my heart to compose like a sheet, if you will, of different scriptures and where you can find the explanations of the three levels of heaven. So if you guys are interested in that, it would be an honor and privilege for us to distribute that to you. I love that. And, and what's fascinating is in the East, okay. In the East, they believe in all three heavens. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's in, cool. the, in the West. The Western church, wow, how we're indoctrinated with Christianity, all right? That's a silly question. When you say West, you're talking about, like, America. literally, like, the North America? Uh, okay. Yes, okay. Uh, yes, yes. Um, it, we're only taught about, or I shouldn't say taught, well, I guess taught, we're, it, we're only under the belief of the third heaven, so heaven where you go, your ultimate destiny, where God's throne room and the first heaven where you live. We don't give any thought to the supernatural, to, to the second heaven where the angelic activity is occurring. We, oh man, I, I don't want to go down another rabbit hole because I've oh. already talked about, man, dude, I'm, about, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like loaded right now. Like, I know. This gosh, so guys, you are a spirit being first. You have to know that. We went over this like a couple podcast episodes ago and deep, deep, yeah uh we attack this deeply you're a spirit creation first okay when you leave this earth you are destined for depending on your what you make of jesus christ what he is to do what he is to you uh you're going to heaven or you're going to hell um and so you shed off your earth suit and your spirit continues on you are a spirit being first but we're so in this flesh that we forget about our spiritual inherit us believers we forget often because of the sin of our flesh we forget about our spiritual inheritance we forget that we have an access point of of healing and solutions and answers to our pain and our sorrow and our prayer requests all right and that is pull literally pulling heaven down in applying it and exercising your right as the king's son you are the creator of the universe you are the king's son you are an heir to the throne you are 
royalty. Okay, you you what what king's son or daughter is poor? There's no mm. poverty in the kingdom. Okay, you are not malnourished. You are not. You, but but we're not taught to like exercise this spiritual muscle. We experience spiritual atrophy. The Western Church has experienced spiritual atrophy. With, with, what that is, is a stagnant muscle. If you don't exercise, okay, muscle, bodybuilding, right? If I do not exercise a certain muscle group, I am, I'm not going to lose that muscle, but it, uh, it's basically inept. I have a limp muscle. Mm-hmm. I, I have an ineffective muscle that just is simply physically there. Yes, I can work on it. It is going to take a very long time to rebuild its original strength. We have spiritual atrophy atrophy what is that word i don't know what that word is how to say it but whatever i think it is a trophy okay you know you're, you're pretty good but I, I, the question i was going to ask you yeah. is it possible that uh with that that type of when you have atrophy in the in the physical body do you actually lose strength in that muscle when you don't use it regularly yeah yeah uh yes 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 it weakens yes hmm. de- 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 depleting yes um so 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 okay oh, all right you got to know this stuff guys go listen to like i think it's episode two or three all right we really yeah. unpack this we're spiritual beings first but in the in the west we're not taught to live in our original design we, we have this flesh and so it's like all right oh my gosh i have this sickness quick let me go to a doctor what's my earthly solution and it's always like, what's the earthly solution? What's the physical solution? What's the, and I'm not saying ignore modern medicine. That is foolish. That is stupid. All right. Modern medicine exists for a reason, but there are times when modern medicine maybe cannot help. And therefore the supernatural, where if you really are walking with the Lord and, and, and you, you the, the gifts of the Holy spirit, you can have, you can pull heaven down and apply supernatural healing and it will happen. You, God doesn't want to see his children crippled. You think if you have a son or daughter at home and you're listening to this, you think you want to see your child in pain? No, you're going to problem solve for, for them, but they need to ask you for help. You're not a mind reader as a parent. How can you know that your child uh, has a broken heart, has a um, they're dealing with like mental anxiety if they don't express it. How does a six-year-old express that? If you can't advocate for yourself, if you can't go to the Lord and petition and advocate for yourself, then how does he know to help? Um, I mean, God knows everything. So he knows that you're struggling. Yes, but it's, it's a union. You need to ask for help first. And then, but I I don't, I I don't want to like, Kind of want to keep this mild. I think we're going to have to make this a two-part uh, episode. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. No, that's okay. But I'll tell you this real quick, just yeah. in case there's anyone thinking, oh, well, you know, uh, you can't walk in supernatural health. I, I, I can be the first to tell you as a walking testimony that you can. Let me tell you this, because Jesus paid for me to be healthy. The Bible says by his, by his stripes, they were healed Amen. were past tense which means that 2000 years ago is 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 we can have evidence that immoral lifestyles that sickness and all of these other things ended 2000 years ago 
on the cross. Um, I'll tell you this personally. I have so much sick time because I don't get sick that the system at my job physically in the algorithm of its computer cannot compute or add any more sick quote unquote time <laughs> to my bucket. Why? Because I walk in supernatural health. Why? Because the Holy Spirit's inside of me. Do I wear a face mask when I go to the store? Absolutely not. And I'm not condemning you if you do. I just have faith in my God, Jesus Christ, that by his stripes I were healed. So therefore, when I walk into somewhere, he's walking. When I touch on something and I touch somebody that's sick, I'm going to go, I'm going to run right to the sickness. and I'm going to lay hands on, I'm going to command that sickness out. Why? Because he's inside of me and wherever I touch, he's touching and whatever. And, and, and so therefore, when, when he's touching something that's sick, sickness, sickness has no, has no place. So it has to bow his knee to the name and authority of Jesus Christ. So I can tell you for a fact that you absolutely can walk in divine health. You absolutely can walk. In, and that's just more evidence that the Holy Spirit has not been, has not ceased because there's no oh, way yeah. without God's spirit that I could do all these things and not be sick. Hallelujah. Um, <clears throat> the Holy Spirit was right all along. Uh, craft beer and alcohol was, and listen, this is powerful. This came to me like yes. a few days ago. Craft beer was my spiritual contraceptive. Ooh sit on that baby craft beer was my spiritual contraceptive see every everything in life begins in the supernatural begins in the spiritual and then it is manifested into the heavens god didn't just create the heavens and the earth it was preconceived it was mapped out and planned and and already created in the supernatural and then he birthed it. it 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 became to be when he spoke it into existence right mm -hmm. the concept of you and i are already created the the very notion before we were physically born consequences in life all right yeah you're you're like oh well i you know i guess drunk driving and i hit a person okay and and now this horrible ordeal is occurring yeah okay Yes, there's physical consequences for that, but why were you irresponsible enough to like drink and drive? It's because you came into a, there's some seed of some, you were a portal for a demonic influence that got you down this horrible rabbit hole, which then you started drinking whatever. So you came into agreement and alignment and spiritually, supernaturally. Guys, I'm not like making this up. Why do you think voodoo is a thing in Africa? All right. That's what yeah. I'm talking about the East. All right. They believe the, the, the Ouija board. It's real. All right. Voodoo. Mm -hmm. It's real. Well, isn't that the um, uh, like religion, official religion of like Haiti? Okay. Uh, the, I mean, Matthew, tell me, I mean, you, you, th they believe in it so much that it's either, they know that, um, G and, and they know that Jesus is real too, but they choose to, you know, so, not everyone, of course, but some people still choose the powers of the demonic. They know yeah. that that gives them an edge on, they wrongfully choose the evil second heaven force supernatural force to help them gain success in the first heaven on there's in their limited time on earth they make packs all right with, yeah. with the evil spiritual world all right yeah 
Well, and I can tell you this too, coming from my time in the occult, because I spent a long, you know, I spent a long, um, I got into the, the occult in a very early age, probably around 12 or 13 years I old. I can't wait to unpack your story more. I have so <laughs> many questions for you that I haven't even like asked you in a phone conversation. I, I can't wait to explore this with you more. And oh, I'm, it's saving, gonna be- I'm saving these conversations for the podcast. Yeah, no, this is great. It is great. But I, I can... I can tell you guys this coming from my, my time in the occult that, um, that there, there are this things in the spiritual realm are a lot more real than, uh, than what, than what we see with our eyes. Um, you know, and, 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 and there are, when you come in agreement with, so, okay. So, you know, I know, I think you have this written down, but, but this is true. Like, why do you think it says wine and spirits yes. at, the, at the sign of the door? I mean, do you think it's just by coincidence? No, it's not by coincidence. It's because the devil likes to hide in plain sight and everyone's so blind, they can't see it. But that's why it says wine and spirits because when you go in, you're taking a spirit home with you, literally. Um, why do you think you're and, a different and, person when you're drunk? Like you literally become a different person when you're drunk. That is modern day, you're demon possessed. That is, oh no, it's just alcohol. Okay, <laughs> okay, live in that ignorance all you want you're demon possessed well, it changes your emotions it changes your 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 judgment of thinking and, and what what it does what's bad about it is you give yourself up when you come in agreement with something you give yourself up to it so you give your spirit you give your you 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 give your 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 insides to it and so you you come in agreement with uh a spiritual force that you can't see and by your own strength you have no power and no authority it's only by christ jesus see because here's the thing if you're a blood-bought spirit-taught christian if you're a bible believing the whole non-compromising if you are filled with the holy ghost i can tell you for a fact you are the highest spiritual authority in a room so if i walk in a room full of demons and devils and voodoo priests and and hoodoo and santa maria and all this other stuff it doesn't, I don't care if there's a whole army full of demons sitting right there or the devil himself. I can tell you for a fact, when I walk in the room or when you walk in a room, Greg, or anyone else who's, who's got the Holy Spirit inside of them, we are the highest spiritual being in that room. Why? Oh, yeah. Because Christ has given us the authority to trample over snakes and scorpions. And so when you come in agreement with an outside spiritual force, you have given yourself up. You have given a legal right. Mm. You have given a free permission for the devil to come in and say, oh, take me and do whatever you want me to do. And just have your way with me. And that's, and that's why it's so dangerous about coming in agreement with these things. And because they, you come in agreeing to it, and then it, it starts to change your life. Subtly comes in. And, you know, don't, yeah. whatever happened, oh, that's not a big deal. Oh, after the 20th time, oh, that's not a big deal. And it gets worse and worse and worse um it's like it's like the image of the devil right like you know the the devil is not going to show up in a room with a big tiny with a pitchfork and a red face and 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 really nasty looking absolutely not the bible describes the devil as an angel of light and he can deceive anybody by using that right because he is a fallen angel that's what he that's what he is he really truly is a fallen angel that let pride get in him and it ruined it you know it, it and and so the devil will disguise himself he'll make himself sound super spiritual uh he'll try to he always tries to be like the most high but he never will be um and so it's as greg said it's subtle because you allow that in and then 
you have that oh it's just one oh it's it's just one bender it's okay we won't do that tomorrow and then tomorrow rolls around and you have another bender <laughs> I, I i'm feeling hey dude because we have like new i know we have new listeners that are like tuning in because of of my, my, the spiritual breakthrough that i had i know in my sphere and i think yeah. so we have some um abnormal uh listeners that we like an outlier influx which i hope yeah, are now per, i hope are now permanent you know listeners but i really feel impressed on my holy uh, in my spirit to um uh, can you explain right now why like yo yoga meditation all right because mm-hmm. oh, i know that is a huge societal like wave movement like oh it's just exercise like people are way into that i have a best friend who is listening and loves meditation and i have never had this conversation with him um do you have anything to like I- i've never known how to like explain this but you are a portal when we went over meditation last in, in last and maybe i can even answer my own question but right now i'm just thinking when we went over this in the last podcast, guys, the difference between prayer and meditate, not meditating on God's word, that's different. Us Christians that know that with that concept of that, that's good to meditate on the Lord's word on the Bible. Okay. Yeah. But meditating is you are clearing out your mind. I, I, I don't do this practice, but you're an empty vessel for that demon to come into. So, so, meditation i'm i'm releasing okay well now your now your guard is down all right um but 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 prayer how is prayer different well prayer is not a releasing or an emptying it is a 100% filling of jesus christ of jesus christ holy spirit that is what prayer that is why prayer is powerful because you want jesus and nothing else my understanding of meditation is a complete emptying. And when, why else is it? Uh, are you receiving a, a word from the Lord uh, on this subject? I just know it's a big craze. So I kind of want to nip it in the bud. Yeah. No, amen. Praise God. I'm so glad you brought this up. I mean, Jesus, we just give you glory, Lord. That we just lift you higher right now. That yeah, amen. you can really, really just break off the lies because Jesus has come to restore the truth about your life. And that life was never to be separated away from him. So no, this is good. Uh, yeah, I got a few things about this practice. Um, and so my understanding, the, the goal of yoga is to simply be one with the universe, which uh, there, which you'll never find any scripture to justify that. That's number one. Um, because see, here's the thing, like everyone's a Christian until it gets biblical, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so that's, that's where we're really going to get into this stuff. And what I love about this podcast is we can try to justify our sins all we want. But God, God's not going to be mocked. And scripture never tells you to clear your mind. And the only thing scripture tells you to do is meditate on the word of God. Because, um, so, okay. So let me, I guess, let me just go here. Um, yoga has roots that are separated, come from Hinduism, okay? Which is a whole different concept than, than Christianity. And you're, we can- You're worshiping, when you're different stretches, you're praising different, I think you're mimicking in your stretches different gods and you're, yeah. oh, um, and you're, you're, uh, you're, you're worshiping them when you're doing this. Well, you're things. coming into agreement with yes. that. You're opening, your, the, your body is a temple. Your, your body is a temple. That's the, the Bible explains your body is a temple. And so when you come in agreement with that 
you're opening your temple up to, to something that's unclean that shouldn't be in there. Um, and I mean, like I was going to say, you can't put a Christian name tag on it and then call it Christian just because it's not spiritual. <laughs> um, so I think what yoga does is it really separates you from Jesus because it opens up your mind and your body to influences that's not Jesus. Um, and, and then it, you know, it could lead you to, uh, it could lead you to actually walk away from, from Christ, I think, but just to, just to kind of give you, I guess, some, some scripture, um, uh, uh, I mean, there's talk, a lot of do you, do you want me to talk on something else while you're um if you're kind of like gathering your thoughts on your end i know you put you on your i know i put you on the spot with this and i didn't uh no it's all good well i could tell you this you know scripture says has nothing to do with demonic practices so you should first of all you got to understand what it is that you're doing jesus never said to empty your mind he said to fill your mind for, he, he wants you to fill fill your life have your life be consumed by him not empty your mind so that number one we're automatically going against what jesus jesus never said to empty your mind with with other spirit beings that's that should be a huge red flag right there we have a relationship one-on-one -on -one with jesus christ but romans 12 1 says this and I quote brothers and sisters in view of all we have just shared about god's compassion i encourage you to offer your bodies as living sacrifices dedicated to god and pleasing to him this kind of worship is appropriate for you don't become like the people of this world. Instead, change the way you think. You will always be able to determine what God really wants. Okay, so I think the verse ended actually at right there, at dedicated to God and pleasing him. So I apologize about that. But, but basically what this verse is saying is have nothing to do with demonic practices. That's number one. Um, and then scripture talks about in 1 Timothy that later... At, uh, the spirit says clearly that later times some believers will desert the Christian faith. Um, they will follow spirits that deceive and they will believe teachings or in other words, doctrines of demons. Um, and so I think really the next, I mean, and we'll have to unpack this a lot. Yeah. More. But another thing is when you're talking about opening up your body to spiritual and evil influences, first John four, one beloved, believe not every spirit but try the spirits whether they are of god because many false prophets have gone out to this world so so hold on a minute you you tell me that you want me to open up and stretch and open my body up to empty my mind so if i'm going to empty my mind who's coming in my mind to tell me about what i need to meditate on mm -hmm. if i'm emptying my mind then who's putting the thought in my mind of what of what, what's coming in who's who's adding what's com coming in and that's why the bible says in first john 4 1 don't believe every spirit test the spirits if it's not christ crucified it's 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 going to lead you down the wrong way the absolute it's going to lead you to death spiritual death and physical death um if you are going to meditate i could tell you this meditate on the word of god and we can and and i'm, I'm sorry as you it, this is all just flooding my heart first joshua Joshua 1 verses 8 through 9 says the book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. You are to recite it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it. Uh, what does that mean? That, that, that's talking about meditating only on the word of God. The book of instruction must not depart from your mouth. That was the very first thing that Joshua said. So there's that. Um, it, so 
I mean, it's just, there, there's a lot more to unpack, but yeah. and we, we can get into astral projection and all of these things are, are a new age philosophy and a new age practices that is not Christian. Well, and we can, we can put the label on it, but it's not. Yeah. I, I, so, so you're like, man, when we've gone down quite a few rabbit holes, but it's good. Yeah. It, it, it has a purpose. Like, all right. So, so real short summary, mid-March, I'm learning God's name. God threw that question back at me. Yo, Greg, what's your name? My name was revealed to me first Peter five, eight. Um, and then from there, I just told you guys about my love for craft beer and how I was being disrespectful, disobedient to the Holy Spirit. Uh, he respected my decision to be disobedient to him. Um, and then, and then these are kind of like just things that I, I'm, um, uh, so, so just, we just want to paint the picture really that the spiritual world exists. All right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so it's called wine and spirits for a reason. Um, and, and guys, so, so craft beer for me to go to the next level with the Lord alcohol as craft beer was my spiritual contraceptive. I couldn't get that the breakthrough. All right. I, I, I knew that the Lord called me to put down the craft beer, but I didn't know the why it was just so burning in my heart. Hey, do this. But I didn't understand the, the, I quote, I don't want to say reward, but the, you know, yeah. why, why it was so impactful. What would happen if I did this? Okay. I didn't understand that at this point, this is back in March. Um, and then having a now two-year-old, almost two and a half year old going on 17. Um, I'm just really, uh, sensitive to little kids. I, I, I love children. Um, and so the Holy spirit also revealed to me this absolutely horrific image, uh, to me, um, of alcohol in my life. I'm not, I'm not preaching to you guys about the Lord will reveal to you what the Lord's going to reveal to you about how you can be successful in your life. Okay. But for me, Greg, my life, okay. He revealed to me this horrific image that spiritually, since we've already painted this background of the spiritual world. Okay. That I was in my spirit setting up like an evil seance or some sort of demonic sacrificial sacrifice sacrificial offering a ritual like a ritual okay yeah. so spiritual so so this is how it looked looked to, in my spirit all right basically in my spirit i was I, I don't know what a sacrifice looks like all right this is just my stereotype all right but um, like I set the stones in place. I have the right incense and the sticks and the candles. The mood is right. The environment is right spiritually. Or when I crack open that craft beer, all right, because I was so disobedient, when I cracked open that, all right, I well, had set up that stone, right? Like I crack it open and then the bottle cap falls on the ground. And that's one of the stones that's set up in the mm. right angle, all right? And um, so I'm setting up in the spirit, this perfect seance and then, and, and, and I'm not drunk. Right. I have like two beers. Right. And, and, and I'm good, but God walks by and he asks me what I'm up to. Like, like Adam and Eve style after they sin. Mm. Right. Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? And you can't hide from God. You can't hide from this. I can't hide from this. So what, what do I tell him? Like, Lord, I'm getting ready to take a bubble bath. All right. Like I'm not, I'm not going to lie to him. 
He's going to call me out on my BS. All right. So all I am this close. I, I am, I am one bottle cap open. All right. From being the equivalent to lighting that light, that lighter to ignite the first flame of the first candle that will then ultimately burn the baby that's being sacrificed. So, wow. so if I am responsible I still spiritually set up this environment. No, maybe I didn't light that candle. All right. But there have been times, and I'm going to confess, there's been plenty of times where I have had that third or fourth one. Totally, I have, because it's delicious to me. Right. So, you know, I, I just love babies. And so sacrificing that baby and that blood to Satan is just absolutely disgusting to me. And uh, the Holy Spirit painted that picture. Um, and then another revelation was my last name and um, my, my last name is Olkovsky. And what it means is in it's Russian and it's an old it means I have cable. I'm just, <laughs> I just, I just, I just I, you said Russian. And I, that's what I thought about. I thought about the cable guy. I don't know why, but <laughs> it, it means I crush you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So, yeah, and, uh, it's an alder tree, which is a type of tree. But what was really fascinating when I looked at this more was that alder trees are used for reforestation projects and stabilize soil and wet areas. So my takeaway was stability and regeneration. Wow. And what's amazing about this is between my own name discovery and learning about God's different names, names are very, very important. In the West, a name can be like cute or sound unique, or oh, we named this person after this family member, which is, which is good. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. But in, in the East, all right. Uh, and I'm not just limiting to Africa with the supernatural. I mean, you know, um, happens everywhere. But... Everywhere. Yes. I mean, they're, they're far more. Uh, this is a whole different thing, but um, in- well, you're dealing with different levels of spirits. Like, like I guess what you, what he's trying to say is the level of warfare in the U.S. is completely like in Africa, for instance. And you can, if you talk to uh, we, I, I heard a, a, a preacher, and I'm gonna probably not pronounce his last name right, but his first name is Patrick, and I can't remember his last name actually, but he is from Africa. I heard him on a on a different podcast. Uh, really cool guy, and he has some wonderful testimonies. But he was saying that. Uh, that in Africa, there is no atheism. It's, it's mm-hmm. either it's witchcraft or it's Jesus. Whereas in America, you have this new age stuff and then you got atheism and then you got all other kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? And, then, and so every, every continent has different, different principalities over, over them, different levels. This is kind of what we're talking about in the warfare, but I guess real quick, since I have you, because yeah. I actually found, I got some, I got, I got a resource about, about this and, 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 and guys, I will, I will, uh, we can, <laughs> I, I just want to address that, that yoga thing. Cause I didn't, I didn't feel like I, I just, there was something else that Lord wanted me to say about that. And before we forget, um, mm-hmm. and I can, I pulled, I just pulled some resources from their own book of sutras. <laughs> so, right. uh, yeah. So, I mean, we can, and I have a whole resource to send anybody who's interested in hearing this resource, but, um, and, and we can define this more later because I, I do have their own religious text up, 
but um when but just one thing to, to note to note that the god of yoga is called ishvara okay and you you will find that out and it's represented by the by the sound called om om as you hear people say but if you read the the kama sutras chapter one i think it's verse 25 i mean i'm not i have but it says it says this and i quote the god ishvara is the source of all knowledge well obviously we know that is not true but it also says, continuing in their verse, chapter one, verse 27, that the God Ishvara is represented by the symbol and sound of Om. So people or gurus will teach you that Om is just a sound that simply means a vibration. But really what you're doing is you're coming in agreement to a false God, a pagan God. That's what you're doing. That's why what you're doing is dangerous. And if you've never even read the, the Karma Sutra book, you would never have known that. You wouldn't have known. And that's why Jesus said in Hosea chapter four, I mean, people die from lack of knowledge. What you don't know, okay, is going to destroy you. <laughs> so you've got to, you've got, we've got to, we've got to do some research and figure out what we really believe and why we believe it. So if there's someone out there who is, has got this thing with yoga, we've got a lot of resources for you. Is Om literally that like, we make it lighthearted, like, haha, like, Om. Like I'm, I'm, you know, you think you're doing this lighthearted joke thing, but you're really inviting, uh, yeah, things in you. Um, yeah, you know, you absolutely are, and you're coming into agreement. Yeah, uh, which which is further discussed in the Sutra book of you know chapter one verses twenty eight to twenty four about mantras and practices and all these things, um, which I have, you know. So if if, if like I said, we can get into this at a different episode uh but i i have a whole list of resources that i think would would break off all the lies and the chains that, that yoga's put on you or anyone's listening amen another thing in the east like i know in israel like yeah. man, i i heard this from a different podcast this is so impactful all right the statistic is nuts it's like only like three percent uh it's like three or five percent of a jewish man who is who okay somebody who's born in a uh in a jewish household and uh there's like three or five percent of them leave the faith only it's like a 90 something it's a, a 93 94 95 percent success rate which is wow. which is unreal and in the west okay we're leaving the a child who grows up to be an adult who continues on in the faith is like sub 20 percent why because they apply they know the supernatural exists it's so indoctrinated i don't want to say indoctrinated that sounds very religious well i guess it is it is really yeah. I mean, our religious practices so it does help but it, it's that it's that respect that uh, it's it's so hammered and ingrained. They have multi-generational family living, which us in the West, we're just so quick to raise up little Johnny and little Johnny go spread your wings and now don't bother us. Like maybe I'll see you um, once a year for Christmas time. And how horrible is that? Like in the East, they have multiple families living with each other. And it's like, what a... What a, what a teamwork. What, I mean, Katie and I think about it all, that all the time we think about this. We think about like, man, what if we came home and grandma number one was uh, having dinner prepared? As, like, I'm, so I come home from work. Katie comes home from work. We, Katie's my wife. And we bring our daughter home from school. And grandma one's already started on dinner. 
Grandma number two is drawing the bath. Uh, grandpa number one is, um, I don't know, napping, waiting for his, him to get him in. All right. And then grandpa number two is reading her a story when she gets home. Okay. So it's, it's a whole teamwork environment where everyone just, if energy is preserved, like we're all pouring in, telling about family traditions and histories. And they're all, that's three, uh, it's four testimonies now that little, that the little one can hear about instead of just yeah. one or two testimonies. You know, we're so quick to get rid of our children once they grow up or, oh, I'm just going to put my mom or dad in, a, in an old person's home where it's like, oh, I'm going to live hundreds and hundreds of miles, five, minimum five states away from them. But so uh, that's a whole different thing. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, and so, so yeah. Um, so, so in the, so, so names, so God in the Bible renamed Abram to Abraham. God renamed a ton mm-hmm. of people because their new name is the precursor for the life that they will now live out that God has their favor upon them. And so names should have, basically it is a foreshadowing of who you will be, but in the West, we don't covet that. We don't, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like we don't in general. Okay. But we were, yeah. my wife and I were very intentional to name our daughter the way that we did. So this emphasis of names, right? Okay. So on Easter, this year, so this is all like the story back in March. Okay. So now Easter this year, um, we, uh, I decided to be, to be obedient to the Holy spirit. Okay. And there are two things that I uh, want more than ever. Okay. The first one is I want to experience in fullness, the Holy spirit of the book of acts, but more specifically, I want to be so in tune and so in unison in my spirit, man, um, and with the Holy Spirit that I can visit heaven anytime I want. How amazing would that That's be? Awesome. Just go like, uh, it, heaven's the greatest place. No hurt, no pain, no sorrow, only beauty. Just our eyes can't even see our eyes can't even lay. It's just, it's just the most perfect image you have ever seen. And I want to go to my spirit, man. I want my spirit, man. I want to consciously see heaven, walk with Jesus, have conversations with him right now in my time alive on earth. Okay. So that's why I chose to be what get rid of that spiritual contraceptive. I chose to be obedient because I wanted that spiritual breakthrough. And then secondly, I also want to have great success in the stock market. Okay. Um, because I want to fund the government of Yahweh on this earth. And Amen. so I love government. That's yeah, awesome. Absolutely, dude. Um, and so I sacrificed beer to because I'm, I'm bartering with God because I want these two uh, requests. But I also know that it's, I say that lightheartedly, but I, I mean, I, I, you know, those are just, I'm just being honest and real. That's what a relationship is. There was a part of you that really was trying to get, twist God's arm and say, God, I, I, I want to hold on to this though. I mean, I think that's. Yeah. If you, you, yes, yes. Um, and so now onto the spiritual breakthrough that I received and, and, Dude, I know we talked about earlier. I, I, I didn't set a timer for this. So I think we're like at least an hour 15 in. Um, yeah. I what think you, what we should probably do is. You, well, since I'm about to. Finish, be, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, finish your, finish your thought. And then, um, you know, I, I, there's a lot more to cover. And now we've unpacked, we've got this uh, 
there's a, there's a lot more to cover to your testimony, and I don't I don't want to sell it short because okay. I believe that there's someone that needs to hear it completely. So, so that's the backstory. Um, I guess we'll call this episode this is like the backstory of the spiritual breakthrough, and then with the next episode, we'll dive into the actual breakthrough. Yeah, yeah, that would be so cool. Yeah, so I, cool. Yeah. It's amazing, and you know, um, guys, I just like I said, we're we're people you know, just like you are, who, who do feel emotions and we feel, you know, feel hurts and we're going through these, these struggles. But I, I can promise you that Jesus will always, always, always deliver you out of every single one, because he said, he made it very clear. Uh, I will never leave you nor forsake you. But in terms of like, there was probably someone listening, like, hold on, wait a minute, red flag, you're nuts. This one's nuts. You guys are both nuts. You ain't going nothing in a way. Well, let me tell you one little one little verse. <laughs> let me just give you let me just give you one thing. I have another friend of Nick that says that sometimes. I, I like to let me just one thing. You know, Jeremiah 33 3 happens to be one of my favorite verses. And I say it all the time because it really is. It's so impactful. And you know what it says? It says this: call unto me, and I will show you mighty things that you know not. What does that mean? That's an open invitation where if we can get our face before God and we come with the, the humble heart, ready to receive that everything God has for us, because God is absolutely good, right? It, if, and so if he's absolutely good, that means there is no bad, period, in the story. Like God, God is a good God. <laughs> he's a good, good father. And so he's telling us in that verse of th- Jeremiah 33, 3, that if you ask me, you want to see how... You want to see spiritual things that you know not? Get on your face before me and ask me. You want me to deliver you out of your situation? Get on your face and ask me. You want me to set your finances free? Get on your face and ask me. And I'm going to give you the strategy. I'm going to tell you how much to sow because as you continue to sow, I'm going to give back to you in accordance to Luke 6.38 and Malachi chapter 3. I will open up the windows of heaven. You want this addiction broken? Get on your face and ask me and I will deliver you each and every single time. I will not allow the enemy to snatch you. So I think the point is what God is saying is if no matter what you want to know, whether it's a mystery, whether it's encounter, all you have to do is ask. And if you ask, Jesus said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Amen. That's giving you an open invitation to receive mysteries, visions, dreams, because God wants a connection with you unlike anything other. And what would it be like if you could find yourself in the prayer closet, turn the phone back, turn the, t- turn the clock turn your clock away put your phone down and just really get on your face before the lord and get caught up to a vision of the third heaven because mm-hmm. i have a testimony about that too that we'll talk about it we'll talk about yeah. next week when i got caught up and saw this waterfall in heaven i believe Heck yeah yeah and it was actually very significant too because i found out months later that it was it was a sim- it was there was some symbology to it but 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 it actually happened before we got the breakthrough of this house it was really cool so uh matthew what is the email again for the show the show email is is pray without ceasing podcast at yahoo.com uh, guys if you have a prayer request we would love to hear it would be an honor and privilege jesus said there's no greater act of love than laying down your life for another and that's what greg and i want to do we want to be here for you we want to minister to you we want to pray with you. We want to rejoice with you. We will weep with you when we need to. We will cry with you. We will, it doesn't matter what you need. Just email us and 
we will lift you up before the Lord and we believe in prayer. We believe that prayer changes things. We believe that we can tell you from testimony upon testimony that prayer changes things. And so we want to be that. It would be an honor and privilege for us to lay down our life for you and do that. Also, we have resources to give to you. Uh, the truth about yoga, since we talked about that tonight, we'll get into. I know last week, Greg, you and I talked about some declarations that I can distribute out uh, I love to those that. that are interested in as well. I love that. Yeah. So we want to hear from you. Guys, if this podcast has been a blessing to you at all, whether this is your first episode or your seventh episode with, with us, which is impossible because they're fifth episode so don't lie to us we're on to you um <laughs> we're watching you. yeah we're watching you santa claus style um <laughs> please 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 give us a five-star rating and a comment if you have been blessed by this and we will yeah. continue this um next week we'll conclude this but let's pray out our uh, new visitors and um our, our faithful listeners Amen. Uh, Father God, I thank you for everyone who's come to hear the word that you delivered at the uh, at the dinner table today. Lord, I feel like this was a meal that we needed to be fed, Lord, and that you were feeding us not with milk, but you were feeding us with tangible meat and vegetables, spiritual meat and vegetables that we can eat, digest, and then have that and just, just really just talk about meditation, meditate on that, Lord. And so, Lord, we lift your name up higher. We thank you. We know, Lord, and we decree and declare as accordance to Job chapter 22, verse 28, that if we declare a thing, it shall be established. So we decree and declare that your word will go forth and will pierce hearts, Lord. Um, it will, we, we, Lord, we thank you that there are people here tonight that, that lies and chains have been broken off and that the truth of their life is being restored through you, Jesus. And, uh, and, and, and Lord, we just ask to that you minister to every single person that that listened to this podcast and and that you send the perfect labor of love to continue lord we ask that every if there's any unbeliever or anybody that's not willing to let go of the one sin that they don't want to let go lord we ask you that you will chase them down with love and that they won't be able to escape you because we know your heart, Lord, and that you want them back. You want them back in the fold. You want them back to be reconciled with you, Lord, so that they can begin to be used by you. But more importantly, that have a relationship with you, Lord. So we thank you for that. And in Jesus' name, we thank you for the freedom that this episode and the other episodes are giving to those that are in need. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Guys, have a good week. We'll see you next week. We love you. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye-bye. Be blessed.